Nice. So very, very welcome, Nelum. I'm super happy that you're here with me because I've been following your journey on LinkedIn for a while. And uh, I don't know how much time did we... I don't know. It has been a while since I invited you to that podcast yes. until we finally made it. So I'm more than happy that we are finally speaking. Very welcome. Yeah, thank you so much, Alexandra. And uh, I think, yeah, we've been in and out of being in touch with each other, I think, for a while, I think. And towards the end of the last day, even for us, it was kind of quite a crazy busy time. I think I told you also we adopted a puppy and ended up fostering another one. So uh, it's been a bit of a crazy time for us as well. But it's great to be here today. That's pretty cool. So please let us know a bit more about yourself, your family, your style of education, because you're an unschooling mom. And uh, what I saw or what I my feeling was uh, about what you do, you are fucking radical. <laughs> and I love it. Thank you so much. And yes, yes, especially where I live. But what I do and what we do as a family is quite radical. It's almost unheard of. I mean, you do have homeschooling parents sparingly, but then I have not heard many families openly unschooling. So it, it is quite radical. Even homeschool is quite radical here, Alexandra, because we are from a very traditional conservative country, uh, so to speak. You know, our societies, our backgrounds, wherever you go, where any part of the country, it's very conservative, very traditional. So we are kind of, you know, breaking traditions and um, doing something totally different to what, you know, our parents, our grandparents and everybody else in the family and all our friends are doing I actually like when we started um, our journey that was about now four years ago uh, just around COVID right um, we had uh, certain uh, expectations and you know uh, we realized that with COVID uh, you know things sort of went haywire right all the plans all that standard routines that we were having everything and then we realized that you know we don't have to fit to a certain mold we don't have to go through this standard education so that's when we took the leap though it's been in the back of my mind for a while that gave me like the perfect opportunity to jump into homeschooling so my kids were actually in school so I have three kids Nathan who is 17 now Aaron he's 15 going to be 15 in March and Naomi, my youngest, uh, she's 12, right? So they were uh, in different stages in school when we decided to take the leap to homeschooling. It was a risk. Uh, my eldest was in grade eight. He was about 13 years old, a teenager. And then my second was around 10. The youngest was around uh, seven, eight. So it was, you know, then homeschooling from the beginning, this was like, you know, you are taking them out of a system they are already in. So, sure. yeah, so it was quite an interesting journey, uh, but we've not regretted one bit of it. We've been learning throughout, you know, every day it's a new lesson, it's adjusting, learning how things work for us, figuring it out. So what we realized is the for us, as for me and my husband and my kids, homeschooling gave us more time for ourselves as a family and as individuals, 
right? So I think that is the best part of homeschooling. Um, and then for us as a family, we've realized that we are enjoying each other more, that we are more relaxed. Um, like I told you, we, I mean, after homeschooling, only we could adopt a puppy, our first dog. And then now we have a second and we are fostering a third. So the opportunities are limitless on how you can be flexible with your lifestyle, with, you know. So it's been a really, really incredible journey. Not easy, but, you know, it's not, some people think, oh, okay, you're having it easy or not, you know, you're just letting your kids be. But it, it's not that, but it's given us a lot of flexibility, a lot of freedom, and I think a lot of time to just be and enjoy each other. So it's been quite amazing in that sense. When we started, um, I say this often, when we started, you know, because everybody was asking, what subjects are you doing? What curriculum are you doing? And, and I'm a teacher. So before, <laughs> like till 2019, I was teaching and I was a headmistress in an international school. So in a formal, structured education system, Right. So then as soon as we took the leap, or what everyone asks is, okay, how are you managing? How are you teaching them all these subjects, right? So because I was a teacher, and then my husband is also a lecturer, and he's also a bit of academic. So we, you know, we very bravely told we can teach all the subjects, and, you know, we are, we are covering all the subjects, because that, that is a question everybody asks. Are you covering the curriculum? Uh, are you covering all the subject areas for them? Do they have a standard schedule? Right? So we tried for a while to do that, you know, traditional homeschooling with the routine, with the timetable, <laughs> sitting with our books. Didn't work. No, it's <laughs> so all. stressful. It, it was it's so horrible. Stressful. And then yeah. I think more than for the kids, it's it was stressful for me. Yeah, and exactly. And the kids actually did enjoy it compared to being in school, Alexandra, because now, <laughs> I mean, you know, being in school, when you're doing any kind of school work, my, all three kids are at different levels. They have their own interests, their own academic skills, all of that. So each one of them had their own levels in school. So doing studies at school was a huge relaxation for them. They were saying, you know, we enjoy learning with you. I can ask any question. You know, I don't have to be worried about, okay, am I going to be scolded? Are my friends going to laugh at me? So they were actually enjoying it. But then still I realized after a while, I'm just trying to mimic the same thing school was doing at home, which makes no sense. And I'm just trying to stick to a curriculum and teach them subjects. Uh, and how this occurred to me was because my second son especially, uh, would ask me sometimes, okay, so where, where, where would I use this? And I teach him, for example, a mathematical concept or something. So where am I going to use this? And then I didn't have an answer to give him. And then I realized, okay, maybe I'm doing things wrong. This is not what we are supposed to do. <laughs> Let's forget about the books. Let's forget about the curriculum. And we completely unspool them. Um, we just let them be... And this was during the height of COVID where anyway, things were stressed out. We were stuck at home. We couldn't go out. We had one of the longest COVID lockdown periods as a country. And even for a good, I don't know, for one and a half years, we were stuck inside the house on and off. Sometimes for a period of two months, you know, we couldn't leave from the house. So I thought we were adding to the stress by doing this. 
so we completely relaxed and they started exploring you know they i mean after all you stuck at home you are bored so they started exploring things and then i saw them experimenting with different hobbies they tried baking and then they came up with their own little skits they would do dramas so many things that they were figuring out on their own and i realized this is what learning is about and then that during that same time i started my masters uh, in education because though i stopped teaching as a professional i realized um i needed to understand the concepts of education as it is in the world more and then what i realized is alexandra you know the early philosophers from john dewey even to maria montessori everybody has spoken about kids learning from the environment kids learning naturally and then while i was learning i was wondering what have we done to our education system why have we landed here because all early philosophers have insisted that kids need to learn naturally that they should be able to explore and learn from their curiosity and but then nowadays they hardly have that choice especially if they are in a school so then i realized that you know we are on the right path and that my kids will figure it out as long as i give them the proper guidance and the encouragement basically all they needed was for us to just be there and know that okay they they will support whatever wild idea i come up with they will support so me and my husband we both always just try to give them the opportunity to explore different things figure out different hobbies they would start so many different things and you know work on projects some would work some would not right but then gradually they were figuring things out and identifying things that would work for them so but then we kept on getting these questions you know what about socialization what about exams what about their careers <laughs> but then what initially we realized we don't need to answer these questions so for a while i actually kept very quiet i didn't share much about what i'm doing at home or with the kids even we just slowly took time to ourselves we found our path as a family and as kids and then after a while when i was confident enough about myself as an unschooling mom and then as my family then only i really started sharing about our journey because i knew okay whatever everyone anyone else would say i am confident i am confident we are confident as a family and my kids are confident so when we came to that stage i started openly sharing about it but until then we took it very slow and you know we stopped worrying about what others would you know tell or think about our journey because i explained this to our kids also because they you know people ask right which school are you going when we meet up new people which grade are you in <laughs> so they would be like you know okay what do i say and they would look at each other and they look at my face and then so we encourage them tell you are being home school when you are asked okay what curriculum are you following tell you are not following curriculum it's perfectly all right so initially they were very scared you know uh, so they would look at my face and i would answer for them but now they are confident now they very openly say no we are home school we don't follow a curriculum we learn based on our interest um so it's it's been great and also you know there was a risk factor for us 
because now our kids were at different ages and our eldest was almost 13 which is a tricky age to actually pull a child out of a school system it you is. know that's the age where they want friends and so one thing i always tell is alexandra even that decision uh to homeschool them we didn't make it for the kids actually i just had the idea for a while and then for different reasons mostly because i know that the education system is not what it should be like that was the main reason but then and each of us each of our kids had specific requirements needs because my second son is dyslexic severely so so the school system was not catering to him at all my daughter also needs to do things very slow at her own pace so she had her own struggles my eldest was actually thriving in school <laughs> he was getting good grades he was doing fairly well he was doing sports but then when we made the decision we realized we have to give all of them the choice initially we thought okay let's give the eldest in school because he's 13 he's preparing for his exams and all of that so let him be we'll homeschool the younger two then we realized it's not fair on him also so we gave them the choice we told we have this plan in mind. We want to homeschool y'all. This is what homeschooling is going to be like. You're going to be out of school. You might miss out on your friends. And we told them also to do their own research and come back to us and let us know what they want to do, each one of them individually. So each of them were asked to tell us separately what their decision was regarding this. And of course, all of them came back to us and told that they do want to homeschool. But then that choice is very important for kids. Something that most parents don't do, do not give, right? Especially in our part of the world, because our country, especially I think Sri Lanka, India, and this eastern part of the you know world is very traditional. Kids are expected to do whatever the parents ask them to do without explanation, without reason. But then we always want our children to know that they have a choice as long as it is the right one. And that they can always talk to us and they are part of any decision we make. So any decision involving their lives or ours as a family is made by consulting all of them, no matter how young they are. So that's really important to us. And even the homeschooling journey, that's how it's been and that's how it's evolved. So whatever what they want to learn about, everything, it's a discussion. And of course, when you start to unschool, it's a natural process where, you know, they are exploring so it's been great actually in that sense uh but then we we are still getting those questions from the society you know what about socialization what about sports how do they do sports all of that <laughs> but but then i mean my kids do sports they go for swimming badminton they have more time for sports actually now because they are not stuck you know for about eight hours in a classroom so and they socialize more actually because what we don't realize is school does not guarantee socialization uh, because my eldest is a very quiet boy so he was in school for a good i think 10 years of his life because he started when he was about three or four as a nursery child so before i took him out at 13 years he was in school for a good almost nine years but then he was still very quiet very selective in how he communicate and all of that but you know i think he's become more confident now than when he was in the schooling system maybe because he's not restricted and all of that 
so um, i you know i always say schools do not guarantee socialization it does not guarantee that your child is going to get exposed to all kinds of you know positive and uh, good experiences all the time it's different for each kid so and when you on school you can still give all those opportunities to your children only thing is it's the child's choice what they want to do rather than being forced you know to do sports because everybody else is doing or uh, that's what is expected from them so yeah it's it's been an interesting journey for us so far true i can tell i love that because um my kid was actually in an unschooling school for a couple mm -hmm. of years Okay. And he went there to play, of course. <laughs> It wasn't about learning anything. Yeah. But one day he told me he doesn't have time anymore to go there. Oh. And I was like, dude, why? And he was like, because he now has to really learn and focus on himself and these kind of things. And he can't do it because it's always a group of kids and they they have this community stuff going mm. on. And he felt like, yes. no, now he needs time for himself. And I ha I always had the struggle question, like, what about the socializ socialization and, and stuff and these kind of things? And I could always tell the people, like, yeah, he's going to an unschooling school, actually. There are a lot of kids. And now that he's mm -hmm. home with only me, <laughs> it's even um, crazier, maybe. But I do have the feeling, although that he is not surrounded by kids all the time now, since a couple of months he's thriving because he's really concentrating on himself he's really doing whatever he feels like he wants to explore and the fact that you said you have finally time to live to experience life and family and to enjoy each other's company and these kind of things i had the same thing i was so afraid to let go of that school because it gave me a couple of hours of free time that I, of course, used to work in. Yeah. But I was so afraid of, oh, no, then he's all day home. How am I going to work? And I'm going to be stressed out and noise and everything. I love alone yeah. time. But as soon as we did that step and it was his choice, I couldn't prevent him from, from taking that choice. Yeah. I, I can't force him to go to that school where he doesn't want to go anymore. I figured out, yeah, we spent so much time together, although he was only there for like four or five hours a day mm -hmm. and not even every day, but it changed the whole um, construction of our, of our everyday life. We don't mm -hmm. set an alarm anymore. We are sleeping in every day. We stay up until we feel like we want to go to bed and there are no limits in no direction. And I really love that because in that period, We uh, adopted also a puppy. And since he's not in school anymore, I have the feeling like, yeah, now we finally have time for the puppy, actually. <laughs> Instead of going to school, going back, going to school, ah. pick someone up and this kind of things. So I've been really afraid of that vacuum that yes. things leave behind if you, if you like say goodbye to school. And I need to say... It was one of the best decisions we could ever have taken in our lives because everything is so relaxed. We don't, I could never go back. And actually, I always thought like kids really need a place to to go, to play, to connect and these kind of things. And now I, I'm, no, I don't think they need it. What I think that 
they need is a safe place at home where they are loved, where they have food, a bed, and maybe a couple of things that they are interested in. But all the rest is is extra. They don't need that. Yes. It's a plus if they want it. If not, yeah. And to be honest, this uh, time that is now free to connect and to spend time together is just like yeah. the luxury. Like yes. what? Yeah, it's crazy, really crazy. Yes, tell me a bit more about in your country. You're living in Sri Lanka, right? Yes. Nice. So how's the situation in general? I mean, um, I'm from Germany and it's super strict. You're not allowed to unschool yeah. or homeschool your kids yes. at all. So how is it over there and how is society dealing with that new image they are confronted with yes. through you? Yeah. So actually, Alexandra, I mean, our education system is pretty structured, pretty traditional, based a lot on the British education system because, you know, we were a colony under the British for a long time. So it's still the same education system that is there. But then at the same time, for the past maybe 20, 30 years, maybe more, there have been a lot of private educational institutions, schools, international schools. And then all of these places are not governed by anyone. They are individual, almost businesses that have set up and they give education, right? So there is no governance as a whole when it comes to education. So the children who attend the government schools, the public schools are regulated, they are observed and all of that. But then there are so many children who attend international schools, private schools. So there is no governance there, right? So, and also our uh, circulars, what is required is that the child is educated, not that the child goes to school. So the curriculum uh, specifically states that the requirement is that the child receives education. So which avenue the education comes from is not something that is very strictly given it's a bit of a loophole maybe but then that has given opportunity for parents from you know i mean i think even as long ago as maybe 50 60 years ago there were the odd homeschooling family there have always been nice. either for personal reasons and then of there is a majority of homeschooling kids for health reasons You know, nice. those with uh, disabilities who are not mm -hmm. able to travel, who can't find schools, who will accommodate their disabilities are kept at home and parents do the best they can. That has always been the case. But then there have always been sparingly so, but there have always been people, families who have educated at home. Of course, those days since, you know, passing exams and that structured education was very much a requirement. They would be tutored at home, you know, tutors would come home. So I've heard that there was actually a doctor even who was homeschooled and then he later on went on to pursue university education and he's now a doctor. So there are families, but then it was not openly discussed because, you know, these each family decided to do it on their own. There is no community as such. There is no connectivity as such. So even now, With COVID especially, but then even before that, gradually there have been parents who are trying to homeschool because the education system is so very competitive. It's it's one of the toughest education systems to be in. 
um the examination systems are really really tough and competitive and uh, kids really struggle right so because of that there are some parents who think no i want my children out of this competitive uh, system and also a, a school in sri lanka a classroom would probably have about 30 40 kids sometimes in a classroom so you know that that is quite sometimes not what a child would require you know there is no personal attention of course there is plenty of what we think is socialization opportunities but then still that we see kids who don't make a single friend throughout school years sometimes you know they will be there they might get along with people um so but then there are people who thriving the system as well right there are people who thrive in the system and it works for some people it doesn't work for some people but one thing i also say is you should not homeschool because just because you are struggling in the system as well if you are struggling in the system the solution is not to homeschool unless you really understand the commitment and what is what your role would be as a parent and what the child's role is as a homeschool child that has to be really well understood so even though even when i share my story about unschooling on social media i'm very careful to let parents know that this is not the easy way out <laughs> this true. is a lifestyle choice you this yeah. is not something okay this is not working out so okay let me try this you should not do that you have to give it some deep thought realize the kind of commitment that has to be there and it's 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 basically a lifestyle you know because your life is going to rotate around this so you have to be ready to make that commitment um whether you are working or not there are certain changes you will have to do so it's always important that you know you understand that so sri lanka is actually quite a neutral place i would say when it comes to homeschooling because there are no laws to say it's illegal um so there are many families openly homeschooling now and then we have experts coming from different countries and again education they are it's up to them whether they put them to a private school or international school or they homeschool them you know so there there is a lot of opportunity and of course our country is a very diverse country we have many nationalities many um you know religions and so <laughs> it's it's uh, quite a interesting community to be in. he's he or she wants to be part of the conversation is it <laughs> <laughs> No, no, she's hungry. She's hungry. Yeah, so yeah, so it's, it's quite a pretty neutral ground, which is great actually. So at one point, um, about I think twenty twenty two was a very tough year for Sri Lanka. We went through a economic uh, sort of a severe economic downfall, and we had riots, and we were having problems, and. Um, so you know we were thinking even before that during covid also should we try to relocate somewhere else you know this is something that is always constantly in your mind right especially in this part of the world people are constantly looking to try go to the western part of the world thinking it's a better life there or that you have you know more <laughs> yeah. and then we actually did some research also to find out that most countries are actually not that 
uh, welcoming <laughs> when it comes to True. homeschooling or unschooling. So, and then we realized that, you know, wherever you are, it's end of the day, how you make your life out, you know, as long as you have the freedom. So, so we realized that Sri Lanka is actually not a bad place to be, especially as homeschoolers and unschoolers, because there's plenty of opportunity to learn and uh, build your own lifestyle here. So, I mean, society is going to judge, yes, because it's not something to off. Okay, give me a small, one second. Yeah, so we also have a bit of puppy situation. <laughs> Don't worry. He sounds like a huge puppy. Yes, it's actually, uh, <laughs> we have an older dog who is two years old and we have two puppies. So they are, he's disciplining the smaller two. <laughs> mm, cute. Yes. So, yeah, so Sri Lanka is uh, quite a good place to be in terms of uh, homeschooling and unschooling. Um, I mean, though the society is judgmental, that's always going to be the case wherever you are, I guess. Because I, uh, when I wanted to homeschool Alexandra, because I didn't have, um, a, a, you know, a community here or anyone to connect with who is um, homeschooling, not many. I knew a few whom I spoke to, but then since there were not many families, I joined many homeschooling groups in other countries. And then what I realized was everybody, no matter where they are, they still get this judgment, the question from relations to the society. So I realized uh, this is something that is, I realized that this is something that, you know, is quite, um, it happens anywhere in the world. So it's not something that we can control, right? So that gave me more confidence to realize that you know i can go ahead with this and so yeah so it's been okay but that sounds pretty cool because uh a friend of mine he's actually from sri lanka and i told okay. him about that we would have this recording and i was uh, right. like, so happy to be able to tell him like there's a mom okay. non-schooling mom from sri lanka finally right. and he was like you Uh, probably the first unschooling mom in Sri Lanka. Probably, probably, yes. <laughs> I mean, there are families, there are families who are unschooling, but uh, the thing is that um, they are not openly talking about it much, maybe because they are scared, like I said, about the judgment and what would the society say. But then, I mean... We as a family moved out of that phase where you worry about what society says. And that was sort of like a relief and, you know, such a enlightened kind of situation where you realize, okay, you don't have to answer people. You don't have to worry about what people say. Um, you know, you just do what you think is best for yourself and your kids and your family and your life. Yeah. So, True. yeah, so, I mean, though, I mean, Sri Lanka is okay when it comes to the legal situations and, you know, there are no restrictions as such, but then definitely the society and the uh, system is going to judge you and ask you questions. And, of course, uh, now, the questions people throw at you is, okay, will, will you get job offers? Will you be able to go to university? 
and all of those things yeah you can do all of that so uh, there are pathways to all of that my advantage is i was in the system for a good 18 19 years i know the education system in and out about sri lanka so because of that any question anybody ask me i have the answers to them so that is a advantage to me because no one can throw any question at me and i will not have the answer to that because i know the pathways that are there and that i always try to study alexander even as a teacher because i tried my best to guide students because there is such a lot of um you know guidance that students need in terms of what kind of careers are available what kinds of options are available i don't know the situation in other parts of the world but especially in our countries you know it's always children are pushed to be a doctor an engineer an accountant you know those few jobs that parents see as the top careers to be in or get into banks so it's a very small kind of uh, you know career choices that they are given so then their school life the subjects they do all are dependent on those careers that the parents have in mind and sometimes the students have no idea about what choices are out there and so i've always tried to be aware of the choices and guide them and tell them look there are so many other options out there you know identify your skills that's something i've always believed in as a teacher as well but then now as a parent who homeschool and unschool that really helped me because i know there are career options out there i know there are careers which do not require your child to complete 13 years of education right and also i think now social media really helped in this i think our parents time they didn't really have much connections with the older school friends to know where they are unless you know they meet and but then for us now we see where all our school friends are what status they are having what jobs they are doing and what i realized was i mean we were categorized as you know a grade students b and those who were considered to be failures but then they are all doing okay now they yeah. found something that works for them and some of them are doing much better than others irrespective of what grade they were getting in school or how they passed their exams so that also i realized okay i mean you know school doesn't necessarily ensure you su- succeed in life or you fail in life True. yes it's one way of learning or one way of living it's one way of life actually you know it's a choice where okay your child goes to school and they go through that life as a school student that's a different lifestyle that's a choice but then for us for our children we realized that homeschooling and then unschooling worked better because because one each of them had different interests and to they realized that they themselves realized okay i'm not getting this out of school and they were also like you said when your son was going to the unschool in school he was basically going to play yeah. so my kids were also basically especially the younger two are going to play make friends and then maybe to play the odd sport or two that they liked so learning was really not their main goal in going to school i don't think any kid goes very rarely do they go at, to you know okay i want to learn if that kid is going to school in that mind frame that is great 
you know that is great but half the time they are going either because their parents are making them or because they have friends they enjoy hanging out with those are the primary motives right so for learning it doesn't have to be okay you learn in school you learn in this place or you learn in a, a tutor's uh, classroom you know learning can happen anywhere so for us when we realized that uh, that really helped us and then one thing we did was um now because people were asking questions about whether a company would hire a homeschool kid especially in sri lanka where it's not heard of much we started speaking to few companies you know um people who own companies to ask okay would you hire my kid <laughs> you know we are not going through the traditional path they would would you give my kid a job you know and then what some of them said was i mean i'm pretty sure your kid would do much better than any other kid in certain ways because they are sometimes doing hands on things which students are not sometimes getting an opportunity to do in uh, school now for example my second son who i said was dyslexic he was struggling in school to cope up with the academic work uh, alexander because he was not supported there is very little support for him uh, in school but then he figured out how to use text to speech apps how to use all the technology he was using siri to read out his questions or whatever he wanted the text to be sent to his friends when he was about i think 5 6 years old itself and then he himself figured out all the apps that can support him and he started doing this youtube channel he he's a lego fanatic so he started on lego and then we suggested why not share our journey about dyslexia and he actually has a channel where he does random videos on dyslexia as well and then he has an instagram page where he do lego photography all self directed not nice. uh, not done by you know any intervention from us it's all self directed he manages it all on his own and when he doesn't know something now he knows to figure out how to you know how to uh, solve any kind of situation with his instagram pages or his youtube channels and it's all self directed learning i i actually have no clue what he's doing half the time um, i'm pretty bad at instagram so he sometimes is like okay you have to do this you know so but then you know and then those are and people think sometimes those are not skills but they are right in two ways one thing these are digital skills which will never go waste and then also when you learn to figure things out on your own that's the best form of learning but i feel is if a kid can figure something out on their own whether it's a crossword puzzle or following lego instructions and building it on their own or anything for that matter if they are doing it on their own they figured out a way of problem solving True. and then they will become lifelong learner so for any of either of my kids what i'm not worried about is and what i've told them also is when they ask me they now they also wonder because now they are big they are, so the second one sometimes wonder so um, what do you think i should do as a career um uh, do you think i can use these skills and what i've told them is when you grow up and you are looking to pursue your career if you need to learn a new skill you will be able to true and you should be able to because you know how to learn 
at and I told them at any age, at any age in life, if you feel okay, I want to pursue this career, you can stop and learn that. There is no, you know, there is no rule saying no. You study this for thirteen years, you go through this pathway, and you have to. There, there is no such thing. True. So there is always, always opportunities for people to learn. So we, what, what. What is important is, Alexandra, that as parents, when you unschool or homeschool, that you have answers for the kids that are, for the kids, you know, not for the outside world. True. What they think does not matter. But when your kids have doubts, when they are wondering, okay, because even my kids have asked me, do you think we are not keeping up with our friends? Because now they they were in school and now they are not. So they've asked me, do you think that maybe we are falling behind or we are not keeping up with the others? And I told them, you don't have to worry. You don't have to worry about that because you all are all not going to go into the same career pathway. True. And and you all are learning things which they probably are not learning. And if you feel at any point in your life, okay, I've missed out something and I think I need that knowledge, you can catch up. There is no age limit to learning. It's us we mentally put that, you know, this age you need to learn. No, you can learn at any age. So I always tell them, don't worry. If you need to, you can learn that when you require that. And, you know, childhood should be enjoyed, right? It is the time that they can and and you know now my second son especially he's a, he's a bit of a you know uh, talkative guy he tells every birthday he's like oh my goodness sir now he's f- going to be 15 this march so even last year for his 14th birthday he would count and say oh my goodness four more years until i become an adult and i turn 18 and i have to consider careers and you know take responsibility so he re- he and it, that is great to me alexander because that means he's enjoying his life right he values this time so i mean and that means a lot so uh, that they realize that this is something that they really enjoy and that they you know that 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 has been something really great because what we do to our children is we are always trying to prepare them for the future always pushing them um you know asking them to acquire skills that will get them a good job. You know, uh, we push them into developing their communication skills. And even when we ask them to do sports or extracurriculars or whatever, often it is with the aim that it would look good on their curriculum, that it would get them to a good university, that it would get them to a good career, that they would develop all the skills required. Those are all great things. But then... While doing all of that, sometimes, sadly, children miss out enjoying their life. So true. They miss out being kids and just simply, you know, uh, having time for themselves. And so I'm really glad that we made the right decision at the right time uh, because they've really enjoyed themselves. They continue to learn. All self-directed, actually, because now... Uh, me and my husband, we run a recruitment company and then I do so many other projects also related to dyslexia and supporting parents and many other things. So people ask, where do you have the time to sit and teach your kids? And I'm like, I don't. 
What a question. I love it. I know. Because I mean they are learning on their own. Oh, I'm sorry. Right? Yeah. But then I I, and then I did off because I'm at home. I work from home half the time. Not like I'm away, but I'm there. But then I hardly have to sit and teach them. Yeah, <laughs> they are learning on their own. This concept that children have to be taught, you know, I love it. That is that is something that is seriously, yeah. So I love it. I so always, <laughs> I mean, I do this to everybody, and, and people always ask this question from me. Yeah, so like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear that question all the time. Like, oh, and, and sometimes people are like, "You're so lucky. You work from home. That means you have so much I time know. to homeschool your exactly. kid." And I'm like, I would never, I would <laughs> never like even think about making time to teach my kid anything. I know. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. I'm there to answer any kind of questions and that's it. I'm the cook. I'm the cleaner. I'm the question answering human being in this household. Yes. And yeah. the rest of the time, this family is thriving. And I really like what you said about happy childhood because in the end, um, most of the parents are like, oh my God, I need to pressure my child into that system Uh, yeah. Because they are so afraid of, of failure, of failing in life, of failing the kid, of I failing themselves. Exactly. But the system is not a guarantee for success, for happiness, no. for anything. Yes. And just imagine, because my kid said to me, I mean, I, I was very, very sure that I would be unschooling from the very first second I saw him mm. uh, when he was born, you know. But to actually do the whole uh, unschooling was Uh, something completely different. As some people are like, yeah, you're opening the door up to to whatever. No, it's like you tear down that the whole building. Like yeah. there's no building anymore left when you're like opening yes. up to unschooling. And uh, he actually, he's a very, very happy kid and he plans to live with me until he's like 30 or 40. Same. I really don't hope. <laughs> they're so happy at home they want to they just want to stay and enjoy their life yeah. and i really felt that because i didn't enjoy my life as a kid at all mm -hmm. maybe um i don't know no not really and yeah. when i see now like parents like you and me it makes me so fucking happy to see that yes. we actually are capable of providing happy households happy families happy surroundings for our happy yes. kids plus I'm... we are opening it up about it we're sharing it with the world mm -hmm. and for me it's it's a completely new idea of being happy as a kid yes. like not trading that happiness that we are like i mean i think we are we have the right to be happy and to enjoy yes. life because this is what yes. we came here for to enjoy that beautiful planet and I really felt that like happy childhood is so much more important and valuable than any pressure you could put on your kid for maybe, maybe succeed in life through school. Because the yeah. same as you said, not everyone that is, uh, that has been like collecting good grades is now yes. a superstar. It's yeah. quite the opposite. Of <laughs> yes. No. So actually I, I am a perfect example I was a straight A student throughout throughout my school. 
exams, everything, even up to now, for some reason, exams are pretty easy for me. But in my first job, Alexandra, I messed up like nothing. <laughs> I was so horrible at it. I think I'm sure even now if I meet any of my colleagues, I was there only for six months. I was so bad at it. And that was the first time I was bad at something. And it was a shock to me. Yeah. It was like somebody beat me up with something. <laughs> I didn't know what was going on. And I was not able to figure out why. So after six months, I quit because I kept on getting more and more worse at it. And what now what I realize is I had a pretty easy life when it comes to school and the whole, you know, process because it was easy to me. I never had to work hard for it. And I didn't know, you know, when you go to work, the hard work that was required or, you know, working uh, towards a goal. Now that really, <laughs> you know. And then also I realized that I was not ready to be in such a situation to work at the age of, you know, 19 years old. I was very young, but though I've been socialized and, you know, I was a very forward child in school and all of that, I now realized I was still not confident and mature enough to be in a working environment. I need more, I needed more exposure, but then nobody was able to figure figure out what was wrong with me. This girl who has got straight A's, including my parents, including the people who I work with, because they knew I was someone who has good grades and, you know, my friends would tell them, you know, she used to get A's. I don't know what's wrong with her. <laughs> and that also was quite an end. And then I moved to teaching and I enjoyed it. And that was my space, you know. So... So... Yeah, so. Was? Und hören. Oh. Sag hallo. Hallo. Hi. <lacht> sie kann dich hören. Sie kann dich hören. Ja, aber ich sehe nicht. Nein. Okay. <lacht> <lacht> He came back from a. I don't know what the English word is. Paseo? Like he was uh, going through the town, like there's a little village here where we live. Oh, okay. And he's just free and roaming around. I don't nice. know. Breakfast with himself. Yeah. That's cool. Hmm. I feel like he's grown up since he decided to not go to school anymore. He's yeah, just yeah. the man in the house. Cool. Cool. Yes. <laughs> oh, no, I'm so sorry. I interrupted so you. No, no, so true. Because now even after, now while the kids were going to school, Alexandra, actually, um, I used to do all the work in the house. Yeah. Right? I mean, my husband would help, but then I would try to everything. Everything. I didn't like to delegate us. I would do everything. And now I'm thinking, okay, kids are going to school. They're busy. And then it was actually when I stopped working and then the kids were also at home that when my husband just told me, why don't you just ask for help? You don't yeah. have to do all of that on your own. And then it was him who made a schedule and told the kids, okay, there's only one thing that y'all require, are required to do. Anything else, y'all are free to decide. Y'all have to do your chores. So all of them were given chores. Sometimes they do it happily. Sometimes they do it grudgingly. <laughs> and then sometimes they ask also, 
why do we need to do this? And I tell them it's preparation for life. You know, I, end of the day, you will have to live on your own someday. I'm not going to live forever. And <laughs> then, you know, these are things that you will, and uh, you will have to, and they come up with all sorts of solutions. We'll have robots, we'll have uh, you know, self-cleaning <laughs> things and all kinds of things. And I said, okay, what if you ha- don't have any power and you're stuck like we sometimes, you know, uh, get stuck without power and all of that. And then what the answer that worked best is that you're doing it to help me. That when you support me and you, you know, help out a little bit at home, it mm. is relaxing for me. It's less stressful for me. And that mm. was all they needed. And that was like, oh, yeah, okay, right, yes. We prefer a happy, True. relaxed mom than one who is shouting and screaming and, you know. And so now, I mean... Yeah, I sometimes have to shout at them and remind them to do the chores, but they do it <laughs> because they know, Hello. yeah, it's, I'm helping my mom. Not that, you know, you have to do it or anything else, but it's simply as a help to me, you know, they do it. And that has also been learning, you know, as a family that we need to help each other and that you sometimes have to do things not for yourself, for somebody else. You know, we have the time to do those things now. Um, so, and they see us helping other people and they sometimes ask us, okay, and we have conversations around this. And when we travel, we have conversations about the things they see. And we didn't do it when they were in school. And I'm like, why didn't we? We didn't because we were under the impression they're learning in school. And we didn't realize that we can learn throughout our life, you know, at any time. And those days you would just travel and you would never have a conversation sometimes. But now any journey we take anywhere, there's a lot of conversations going on and they look out and they ask questions and we answer and they sometimes research. So now they're learning wherever they go and we don't have to ask them. They are naturally doing it and it's just part of themselves. So they really enjoy it. Um, And they are all doing, you know, skill-based things that they really enjoy. Um, Different things. My eldest is into IT, right? So he was actually the one who first told, uh, I don't want to do exams, uh, the traditional school exams. So initially, now our plan was, okay, we are unschooling. But since everybody's asking, you know, in uh, in Sri Lanka, we had to do GCE O-levels or international O-levels. There are exams offered by uh, British examination boards. Uh, and then there are different choices. But then you have to, everybody asks, what are your O-level results? Or when are you doing O-levels? And then advanced levels. So we thought, okay. We will unschool. We are not going to worry about curriculum, but we'll get them to sit for the exam because everybody is asking. And then our eldest was like, no, I don't want to do it. Because he was already following some courses related to IT, programming, uh, some online, and then he was pursuing this British qualification in IT. And so for that, he did some classes and all of that later on. And while he was doing that, he was like, I don't think I need to do O-levels and A-levels just because everybody else is doing. 
and then initially we had you know we would tell no 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 you just do it for the sake of doing it don't worry about it there's no pressure you don't have to get good grades just do it but then he was like but why i don't need to i'm following this qualification which would help me to go through the career that i want because i'm pretty sure i want to get into it i've been pretty sure about it for years now and so i don't see the purpose of just doing an exam for the sake of doing it and then finally we also thought yeah i mean makes sense just because everybody else is doing it and if it's not required for the career path that he has already chosen as what he really loves to do why pressurize him to even sit for it just for the sake of sitting for it and then we gave up on the idea and we thought yeah even for the younger two we are not going to ask them to do any exam that is not needed any exam that is required for their career maybe someday yes but we really wanted to move out of this examination mind frame and the uh, you know doing things for the sake of doing for the sake of getting qualifications so people were skeptical uh, alexandra when we initially told but then now he passed his uh, it qualification really well and he is now doing his uh, final year degree uh, in princeton university he is studying in sri lanka and this january he started his internship as a software uh, full stack developer nice right nice and then all this after being on school right so unschooling doesn't necessarily mean you don't learn anything at all it just means you choose what you want to learn so my elders did go through academic journey but of his choice he selected what he want to learn he selected his pathway and he did it and now he's working and you know all those questions about socialization about being able to speak up and share his thoughts and all of that so he was at home all this time from 13 years of uh, when he was 13 years till now he's 17 for four years the only thing he did was study for his it exams or the qualification and then the other times also he's always coding you know learn into code and the typical tech guy <laughs> and then we were also sometimes what because he's very quiet i told even in school he was very quiet very selective so we also used to worry okay will he be able to cope up and then he is now when he is doing his university presentations he is doing really well he faced his interview and he did it really well so i think it's all in our mind that you know kids have to be prepared and coached and i think if we give them enough because he was pretty confident about his skills his communication skills is a different story he is not the most you know a talkative person or but, but then he knows to present his ideas across because he loves what he's doing and he know what he's doing and he's been doing this stuff for a long time now so he was able to face interviews and all of that without any preparation or you know without doing any kind of uh, speeches or presentations in front of crowds so it's just i think we just always are in this i don't know restricted uh, mind frame that we have to go through a certain pathway this is the only way and that's where lots of stu- students are also getting really disappointed and giving up and we see sometimes that they are really frustrated sometimes um because 
they are forced to go through a certain pathway um so i'm really glad that you know that we gave our kids the opportunity to do this and also that we listen to their ideas as well because if i've not listened to my elders when he insisted that i don't want to do olivers or ideas just because that's the expectation if you've not her you know um listen to him and if you've not tried to understand his point of view and if you forced him to do something that he really didn't want to do we don't know maybe he would have got frustrated and he would have given up on learning altogether that whereas because we supported him we see that you know he loves what he's doing and then i think he is proof that you know an unschooled kid can get a job i mean he's working now right uh, in a traditional conservative country like ours also he's got opportunities and, and nowadays you know the world is a digital world we are not restricted by geography i mean you can always find jobs online uh, and you don't have to do a job there are so many ways you can earn without doing a white collar job or blue collar job or you know there are so many options nowadays so i think what's worked really well for us is that we are always open to hear our children and listen to them so even my second son eran is always saying he has a lot of hobbies he's very creative i sometimes share his work on linkedin and facebook he's very very creative but he tells me i'm still confused whether i want to do one of you know use one of my hobbies and my skills as a career because i want to enjoy them and i don't want to build a career around them because i'm worried the stress of a career and a job would stop me from loving those things and those are things i love to do and i don't want the stress of you know this is my career my job and then i have to do these tasks and all of that to sort of take away the joy from my hobbies so initially i wasn't sure but then it makes sense it makes sense so and yeah, then because it adds pressure yeah yes yeah, yeah so i mean so i mean it's great that they're thinking like that also and that they have the liberty to think like that and then also that i mean they are still you know though they are unschooled they do wonder okay what do i want to do for my career or how do i earn enough to live so you know and what we've explained to them is because everybody so career oriented right and maybe because i don't know whether it's because we run a recruitment company because they are always hearing about us speaking to people about jobs about people you know trying to get better opportunities and and they are pretty involved in what we do as well as a business also alexander because uh, it's what we do as a family so they know what go- is going on and they are aware of it so maybe because of that they are always wondering what should we do in future you know what should we do as a career so sometimes i tell them don't worry you will figure it out because you are at the moment you are you know you are living your life to the best of what you like and then also you are learning things that you like you are developing your skills and down the road you will figure out what you like to do and then by at that point if you require any new skills i'm pretty sure you will be able to learn those skills because now also you are always learning new skills learning new things all on your own so i'm not worried about their ability or their capacity to learn things uh, 
and because of that i'm not too worried about their careers because i'm pretty sure each of them will find their own pathways and also uh you know we always worry 5 years 6 years or 10 20 years down the line what will our kids do and we forget to enjoy them now so true and what do we know how the world looks exactly, like in 5 years exactly we don't yeah. know what could happen and yeah, true. you know and, and you know my my son would always say now whenever i asked them i wanted always i wanted them to be very independent i wanted them to be able to fend for themselves that was something very that was very important to both of us me and my husband uh because he also lost his father when he was small and then he grew up with his grandmother and so he is also aware that it's very important for children that you know you need to be very confident and independent when it comes to looking after yourself so they were they are all very independent uh, they all know to cook something or the other whatever they like so that what we told is you are able to manage even if i fall sick you are not dependent on me i know you all are able to cope up you all are able to manage and those are basic things that you all need to know um so you know it's given them that confidence you know yeah we are able to manage and then always when i tell them when i tell them to you know do things like this i tell them life is uncertain i may die tomorrow uh, so you all need to be able to do that. and then they sometimes uh, especially my second one throws it back if life is uncertain my life is also uncertain <laughs> <laughs> so true <laughs> and i'm like, a reason more to not go to school yeah you know what i mean because you could yes. die tomorrow and then you spend all that time there for what for what exactly yeah. So but then that also made me realize that yeah you know life is uncertain both ways so we need to enjoy our time and the time we have as a family and as you know people and when you're grown up you know we never know what kind of people we will be when we are at that stage of life but now we are here having this you know uh kind of connection and the ability to spend our time with our kids and we need to make the most of it i think so that has also been something that's really been something that we loved uh seeing our kids bond with one another you know the age range a 17 year old a 15 year old and a 20, 12 year old but i still see them sitting and watching movies discussing about it and then playing games together and then we play games as a family and then that whole bond that is there with each other i don't think that could have been the same had we been in that competitive race you know where we are worrying about exams and going to school getting up in the morning and that whole hectic schedule that actually we all used to follow i mean what my kids say to me is i'm a completely different person now because no. i'm much more relaxed and no. i am i don't know when when i have also stopped teaching and i mean i love myself as an educator and what we can do as educators but i've realized that being in that restricted system is not what i enjoy and when i came out of that system and out of that whole burden and uh, stress that even educators have alexandra in the school system we don't talk enough about it 
but i've seen a few conversations happening on linkedin that i'm really happy about because as a someone who's been a teacher and a parent and a mom i know the stress and the responsibility and the burden that is put on educators and teachers as well which is quite a heavy burden to carry you carry throughout it's always there so you know when i left and then the kids slowly saw me relaxing and enjoying myself and really being able to give my attention to my own kids you know they were like why didn't you do this earlier yeah true <laughs> we are enjoying true. you now you are our mom now earlier you were the teacher first and our mom second because you mm. know always that that is there that you know so in so many ways i think since then i've also been unschooling myself letting go of the traditional uh, you know the thought process so it has been a journey for myself as well for us as a family um so but i'm really glad that we took this leap um that is something that i think we will never ever ever regret or you know feel sorry for because that that is the best decision i think that we made for us as a family and for our children uh yes. because we are much more happier now and i think at the end of the day that's all that matters so true you so know, true i i mean i mean some you know now sometimes now even my husband tell me you know you can do so much you have so much of capacity you have to do something and all of that and he's always motivating me not to be restricted to one and you know do more and more but then when i really think about what do i want i just want to be happy i just want to be having a peaceful life and be happy and enjoy my time yes do what i can to the society to the world and all of that but i think i've been doing that for such a long time while i was a teacher and all of that now always my first priority is that i slow down i take things slow no matter what it is and make time for myself and my family and kids and and i think it's this unschooling journey only has given that opportunity and i love uh, it you know that's part of how things are <laughs> and i love it i love it yeah yeah thank you so 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 much for being on my show for being my guest and especially for sharing all of your knowledge uh with us for sure i learned tons and the happy thank childhood so thing that is still stuck in my brain i love it <laughs> simply love thank it thank you alexina <laughs> thank you so much for having me it was great talking to you thank you so much you will find all the links to uh, nelums for example linkedin and everything else in the podcast description so you're not missing out and check out her work it's inspiring i love it <laughs> and yeah i Thank hope we so are, we will talk again in the future about whatever is happening out there and yes. everything else Yes, thank you so much. Yeah, but that's thank you so much. Okay, so Thank you.